When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. The South, the North Island sees this refreshing change move through Thursday with some welcome light showers. Catch all the Australian tennis open action live on our app, SCNZ. Day or night, summer or winter, he's the sound of sport in Aotearoa. This is Mornings with Ian Smith on ECNZ. Well, it's 11.03 here in New Zealand. It's uh, earlier, of course, in Australia where finally the Australian Open is underway. We've had day one and night one. Uh, and joining us now to, uh, to talk about it is uh, SEN tennis commentator, Jenny Drummond. Jenny, uh, thank you very much for your time this morning. Uh, Novak Djokovic, we understand, is back in Serbia. Uh, is that the end of it over there? What's the vibe now that he's gone? Oh, good morning, Ian. Um, thanks very much for having me on. Um, well, yeah, you know, it was a funny day one yesterday because actually people had stopped talking about Novak Djokovic for a moment and were focusing on the tennis, which was a refreshing change, to be honest with you. But um, French... Um, news agency L'Equipe came out and said that um, the French Open would implement the the fact that all tennis players had to be vaccinated in order to play Roland Garros. So from that news, um, the saga will certainly continue. But as to as to what happens in regards to the French Open, we're not quite sure yet. But um, yeah, going back to, to yesterday, it was really nice to, to turn to some great tennis, even though there was only 50% capacity around Melbourne Park. It was still a really lovely day one. Conditions normally it can get really hot in some of those courts. Yeah, it can get it can get absolutely baking, um, and sometimes they they've got, they have a heat rule that they implement. If the heat on the court gets too much, then uh, the players can have a break in between sets, a ten minute break, or they can actually pull the players off the court. We've seen that happen before, and let's be honest, it's Melbourne, so we can have all forms of weather in one day. So um, the players are are pretty used to it, but. Yesterday was um, was nice. It was like twenty four degrees. It wasn't it wasn't too warm at all, and there was a bit of gust in the evening. And it does get quite cool in the evening. Today's a similar day. Um, in Scotland, we would say it's a bit of a drich day because it's um, a bit of damp in the air and it, it's grey and cloudy. But um, it picks up from tomorrow certainly. Okay, let's uh, look at uh, who played yesterday, and uh, of course with. Djokovic gone, it uh, opens up, I guess, a little bit of a romantic opportunity for one Rafa Nadal to uh, to maybe become prominent again. He's been out of uh, Grand Slam tennis for a little while with a foot injury. How did he look? Oh, I mean, yesterday he looked incredible. Interestingly, he's the only player in the draw to have been a past Australian Open champion now. 
so um, that that's a that's a very new thing because we're obviously very used to Roger Rafa Novak being in there, Novak having won it nine times. Um, I mean, Andy Murray's in the draw, who's made the the final several times, but we'll have to wait and see how how he gets on. He's got a tough first round match today. Um, we do have you know some other Grand Slam champions in there, but it's um, Rafa Nadal stormed through his match in three sets yesterday. He looked so comfortable, so relaxed, and. Um, yeah, I think the limelight will certainly be turning towards him now, the pressure on him for sure, but you can never rule out the likes of Daniil Medvedev, the, the second seed. He is, he is a hungry player looking for, for uh, his second slam. And um, Sasha Zverev, Alexander Zverev, the German, he's the third seed. He played last night, had a little bit of a tougher encounter than he anticipated in his first round match against his German compatriot but he came through in straight sets so he he is a real contender too and then Stefanos Tsitsipas and the Greek he's well loved here in Melbourne but has had a few injury issues of late with his um, right elbow so we'll just have to see how he marries up in fitness wise because I mean he's made semi-finals here at the Australian Open before. Obviously you've got a vested interest in Sir Andy Murray. Um, now you've mentioned his of match, uh, Nicholas yeah, uh, Basilashvili, who is a very accomplished player. In fact, twenty-first uh, seed going into this tournament. So let's talk about uh, Andy Murray because you cannot write him off. I mean, his game might not be quite where it was, but his level of determination—you can see it on his face—is still very much there. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, he got to the final of a, an ATP Tour event just a couple of days ago, didn't play the tennis he wanted to in the final, didn't play the level. But the fact is, he has a metal hip and he is competing with some of the best players in the world. And he knows he's got a little bit more in him. I mean, it was, you know, a couple of years ago that he lost to Roberto Batista a good um in five sets at the Australian Open and basically alluded to the fact that he was retiring but has somehow found a way to come back. He is probably one of the most determined humans on the planet. So going back to his first round encounter, it's not an easy match. Nicholas Bazlashvili, as you say, a very accomplished player, hits the cover off the ball and they just played each other in the first round of a tournament last week. So that match went for over three hours and it was a three-set match. So best of five today, it could be an extended one. And then you obviously have to worry for Andy physically lasting the length of a Grand Slam. You have to win seven matches to win it and they are best of five sets in the Melbourne heat. So it can be very tough. Mm. But having said that, in a Grand Slam, you do get a day off in between. So that does really help in terms of recovery. Let's look at uh, the women's side of the draw, because if there's any player sure. in this particular tournament with a level of expectation upon them, it will be Ash Barty. And uh, quite frankly, could not have been a really much more impressive on her opening match last night. Oh, I 100% agree with you. I, I commentated on that match and she, she even said in her post-match interview how clinical she was, how pleased she was with her level of performance. I think an element certainly will be uh, the fact that there has been some attention elsewhere in terms of the media attention coming into this tournament, which is a great thing for her because, you know, she, we all we all love her. She she just wants to go under the radar, which which suits her down to the ground. Um, but I was also saw her warming up yesterday with her team on Rod Laver Arena before her match. 
They were having so much fun, loads of giggles. She was with her fiance Gary, her coach, her fitness trainer, and they just they're just such a one big happy family and that translates on the court and certainly in her tennis as well. She was unbelievable. Fifty four minutes it took her to beat Lethia Sorenko, six love, six one. Um, the qualifier and she plays a, a qualifier in the second round so I'm sure the whole of Australia will be wishing her on one match down and six more to go I think that's what they'll be thinking Well Jenny uh, you talked about being happy on and off the court that hasn't always been the case of course well publicised with uh, Naomi Osaka who was in this tournament mm-hmm. she's off to a winning start as well hasn't played uh, a lot of tennis but has been in the headlines for other reasons of course uh, mental fatigue, one of them. Where do you where do you foresee um, Naomi Osaka's game at at this early stage of the year? Um, well, to be honest, yesterday she came out all guns blazing um, for the first kind of half an hour or so, and then wobbled a little bit, maybe got a little bit tight. But that's that's normal when you haven't played that many matches. Um, but she was smiling on the court. She looked pretty relaxed. She was. Um, playing a really good up-and-coming Colombian player, just 20 years old, who had nothing to lose. And that's the thing. When you're Naomi Osaka, everyone's on the court to beat you. So often those players lift their game. So it's not easy to, to come out and do that every single day. But certainly she was looking quite happy, quite relaxed, uh, kind of routine first round uh, for her. But the the interesting thing is that um, she and Ash Barty are in the same quarter, so it's a potential cracking fourth-round mm. clash there as early as the fourth round, which would be quite remarkable because, I mean, that's a final right there. Emma Raducanu uh, last year won our hearts. I mean, she stole our hearts with that performance <laughs> uh, in the US Open. It was just one of the great tennis stories, sporting stories of the year. Uh, and then all of a sudden now, um, perhaps she just had to have uh, a little period of consolidation uh, whereby uh, we take a bit, uh, a bit of a stock of, on life itself, not just tennis, but life itself and how we handle things. Uh, she's back in the draw, 17th seed, but taking on a really experienced player in Sloane Stevens. That is a huge first up draw for her. Oh, I mean, it, it, it's so tough for both players, frankly. There's a few really incredible first round matchups of you know former Grand Slam champions or former Grand Slam finalists. Um, and that's just the way, that's the luck of the draw, essentially. Um, but it is it is a really interesting story. Um, Emma Raducanu obviously bounced onto the scene last year. Um, Wimbledon, she did very well, but, you know, came off the court, couldn't quite get through that match. And then what she did at the US Open was, was just historic, quite literally. Um, but then I always think at some point, you know, if, if you go that high, there's there's kind of only one way to go a little bit. And it's inevitable that, She's going to have some bumps in the road. She barely, she's barely played on the WTA tour. So, and it, it was, she was made a global superstar over two weeks and everyone wants a piece of her. And let's not forget, she's a teenager. So there's going to take a lot of getting used to. And I think the most important thing is she's got a really solid team around her who can nurture her, who can coach her, who can just help her through all these completely new experiences for her. Um, because it's true, I mean, Tennis is vitally important to these players, but I think Naomi Osaka is the, the first one to, to show. And also Ash Barty as well. With you know, She took some time out of the game. It's important to be happy off the court. And if you're not, then how can you do your day job? I mean, it, it goes for anyone in their day job. How can you go and, and do your job to the best of your ability if you're struggling with everything else personally? So do you know what? I'm excited to see what Emma Radic- 
Emma Raducanu can do. Um, but I also think that we can't hold out too many expectations because I don't think she knows what all she's going to do is go on the court and play her best tennis and see what happens. And I think that's, that's all we can expect from her, really. Let's uh, then look at the possibilities on the women's side of the draw. Aside from uh, the ones we've mentioned uh, and Ash Barty, uh, who is obviously the hometown favourite, Naomi Osaka with the experience of winning previously. Outside of those two, who, who could we perhaps look at uh, as a potential slam champion this time around? Well, you've got Arena Sabalenka, who's the second seed, um, but she of late has been having some major serving problems um, and kind of breaking down on the court. So, I mean, as a second seed, you, you would always back her. Um, but it's, uh, she's up she's up today in her first round match. It'll be interesting to see how she gets on because she suffered two first round defeats in, in the lead up to the Australian Open. Um, but you've got Anja Burr, unfortunately, had to withdraw yesterday due to a back injury. But interestingly enough, she was in the same quarter as Osaka and Barty as well. Um, but you can't rule out, you know, someone like Simona Halep, multiple Grand Slam champion. You've got Kvitsa in there, multiple Grand Slam champion. Garbina Muguruza starts her campaign today as well. So I, I honestly think it's going to be very interesting to see how the women's draw plays out because you've got really incredible pockets of, of very strong players. And on the men's side, you mentioned, uh, of course, Medvedev, Jurev. Uh, we've talked about Nadal, uh, Andy Murray, um, probably a, a bridge too far for him at this stage. But outside of those names, anything, uh, anyone we should look at in particular in, the, in that side? Well, there's always some youngsters as well. You know, Felix Auger-Aliassime, the Canadian, he's been he's been playing well of late. Um, he just won the HP Cup with his compatriot Denis Shapovalov, getting some great wins there. Matteo Berrettini, you can't rule out as well, as finalist at Wimbledon. He did come through in four sets yesterday, but, um, you know, you can't play your best tennis in every single match of a Grand Slam. I think Matteo Berrettini is, although he has had an abdominal injury of late, he is a player that um, is very exciting to watch, that's for sure. And, and as I mentioned before, you, the likes of Medvedev, Tsitsipas, um, you know, they're, they're very, very strong players. And of course, Zverev is still hunting for his first Grand Slam title. He is so hungry for it. Olympic gold last year, he won the most titles on the tour, the, the Nitto ATP finals at the end of the year. So um, obviously Dominic team isn't back to full fitness yet, so he's not here. Uh, but I think I think Zverev is is hungrier than ever to try and scoop his first Grand Slam. Let, let's um, just uh, um, before we let you go, Jenny. I, I just love to hear your uh, opinion on on this subject, perhaps because uh, in men's tennis, it's been, it's been the big three or four uh, for so long. Uh, and I know age catches up with all of us, and injury tends to take take over. In the case of Murray and Nadal, of course, and Federer. And then you've got this principled man in Djokovic who, who looks like he's going to stare it in the face and say, I'm not changing, which might mean he's going to miss the French Open as well. Um, are, are we looking at a 12-month period, if he doesn't change, of almost saying goodbye to all these four greats, including Murray? Oh, that's a, that's a very big question. Um, I, do you know what? I, just, I, I don't have an answer for you on that one. I think with these greats, you just never, you can never rule them out because, you know, before when Roger Federer was injured, he came back and won a slam. Rafa has won multiple. We thought he was done with, with his knees and his back. We thought he was absolutely gone a few years ago, came back and has won slams. Djokovic's body's held up longer than, than most of them. 
but it's it's just so hard to tell. I mean, Rafa Nadal could easily win at least two slams this year. Um, you know, it was, it was incredible that he finally got defeated at Roland Garros last year, but if Djokovic isn't there, then you never know. Dominic's team is, is probably the best on clay other, other than uh, Djokovic and Rafa, but if he's still injured, then Rafa could still grab another. So I think at the moment, given the circumstances, if the vaccination situation stays the same way, Rafa's got the best chance to to start scooping a couple more that's for sure and I mean I think everyone in the world has their fingers and toes crossed that Federer does finally come back and I think it would be Wimbledon would be the the easiest slam for for him to win really. Jenny absolutely uh, have loved uh, listening to your thoughts I uh, really appreciate your time uh, I, uh, I know that you're uh, very busy for the next fortnight so uh, thanks so much for your observations uh, and on the side of the Tasman we look forward to it with uh, great interest. Uh, one of the great highlights of the tennis year for us as well. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Uh, thank you. Uh, Jenny Drummond there, who uh, is SEN tennis commentator. Uh, of course, um, wonderful Scottish accent. Don't you just love it? Uh, and vested interest with Andy Murray, Sir Andy Murray playing uh, today, representing their uh, their hopes and dreams. And uh, maybe it will be a romantic uh, end for one of the greats uh, fighting their way back to fitness and form. 11.18 here on SCNZ. Uh, we'll have some texts uh, and things uh, 